0: Hello Browns fans, I am the Village Elliot. This is the Oracle Speaks. I'm gonna talk about the Cleveland Browns who have an apparent identity crisis. Who are the Cleveland Browns? The 19, yeah, no 19, the 2023 Cleveland Browns. Who are they? What are they? I believe that the Cleveland Browns are a defensive team that can play superior defense, but not a team that can score a lot of points. I like this upbeat music. Maybe I shouldn't play it after a terrible loss, but man, we need something to keep us going. I don't know what Kevin Stefanski thinks but I think maybe he believes that the Browns are an offensive team that needs to score a lot of points to win that needs to take big chances on offense and now that they have Joe Flacco as the quarterback it's time for Flacco Mania We've got a quarterback that's been to the Super Bowl. A pocket passer, man. Oh, man. Flacco Mania. Why don't we throw the bomb with Joe Flacco? He didn't have any summer training camp. He's only had a week and a half of training with the Cleveland Browns. But he's ready to go. This is like fantasy football. You just trade for him, sign him up to a contract. He's ready to go, man. Throw that bomb. When it's fourth and five, do we trust the Cleveland Browns defense to get a three and out and give us the ball back without a score? No. We trust Flacco to make it on fourth and five, go down the field, score that touchdown for us. We've got Flacco Mania. Whew! Pocket passer. Accurate ball. No more of this Deshaun Watson stuff. No more Dorian Thompson Robinson. Flacco Mania is where it's at. Mary Kate Cabot says we don't need Dorian Thompson Robinson anymore. We're plotting his demise. We don't need no Dorian Thompson Robinson. We've got Lacko. Woo-hoo! Oh, man. I don't know. It seems like there are sensible people that have got it really bad. I just, I'm sorry, I just can't buy into it. I don't think that's where it's at. I think we have to go with Dorian Thompson-Robinson as the best available quarterback, the one that has had the best possible training to be the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, the one that's been to summer training camp, the one that has had the most repetitions with the personnel on the Cleveland Browns. I believe that he is the one that's most likely to win ball games for the Cleveland Browns. I don't have any problem with um, Flacco being the quarterback if DTR is not available. For that matter, I don't have a problem with B.J. Walker being the quarterback if uh, the other two are not available. I think they can win, but I think they also have to be reasonable about what to expect. I do not think it is reasonable to place the burden of the game on the shoulders of a quarterback that's been with the team for a week and a half. I think getting a fourth and five out of that uh, player is just not a reasonable expectation. It would be much more reasonable to bet on the defense, even if the defense has had a bad game, even if they've been in a slump, you should place your confidence in the, the you know, go with the one who uh Brought you to the dance. Go with the defense, put the challenge on them. Defense, this is your ball game. I have confidence in you. Get us the stop that we need. Let's win the game with the defense. I did not think it was uh, appropriate, uh, basically, to insult them, say, We have no confidence in you. We're going with this new uh, G- Joe Flacco. Or is it Shane Falco, the quarterback from the movie The Replacements? We're infatuated with him, and we're going to trust him from now on, and not you, the one that we've trained with for years, actually, not just one year. Uh, We've lost faith in you, and we're going with this new quarterback. I don't think that makes any sense. I think that was an insult to the defense. I think it has long-term repercussions. I think Kevin Stefanski made a serious mistake. I still like Kevin Stefanski. I still think he's a brilliant coach. I think he's a young coach. I think he's an offensively-minded coach who is struggling to come to terms with the fact that the defense is the star of this team. Uh, and it's been difficult for him. I don't know that that means we need to fire him just because he's had trouble with this uh, change You know, up to this point the browns have been an offensive team that have struggled on defense this season it's been the other way around and he's had a hard time giving up on the idea that the uh, offensive unit is not the one that is bringing home the bacon it's not simple all right let me pause now for just a few minutes we need to make some money we are a team uh, or show that has Sponsorship, we need to make some money with some commercials. So let's pause for a few seconds, please. Three, two, one, and we're back. Okay, so we've been talking about Kevin Stefanski and who are the Browns? I believe that the Browns are a defensive team. When they're healthy, they're a defensive juggernaut that basically can't be stopped. I think Joe Flacco did his job. For being on the job for a week and a half, he got the Browns 19 points in his first game. That's an amazing performance. The Browns are not that good offensively, and especially with Amari Cooper, their MVP in offense. Getting 19 points is pretty good. I was very pleased with that. I think it was ridiculous to put the ball up in the air 44 times. They should not have done that. They should have not thrown uh, the bomb, which got intercepted. They shouldn't be doing that with a quarterback that's been on the team for only a week and a half. They should not have been throwing the ball on fourth down. That was crazy. They really needed to be conservative and to depend on the defense to win the game. Give them that challenge, even if they hadn't earned it on that particular Sunday. Count on them to get out of their slump show them that you have faith in them even if they weren't performing well on that particular Sunday don't insult them don't embarrass them on national tv that was a mistake don't you know don't don't have flackomania just because members of the media have flackomania huh i think that the this whole thing about falling in love with a new quarterback is a cleveland phenomenon especially There are certain teams around the NFL that are absolutely fixated on quarterbacks, want to have a new quarterback every week, and just fall in love with every new quarterback that comes their way. We had P.J. Walker mania for a while. We had uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson mania for about five minutes. And now it's Flacco mania. Maybe it's over because he lost his first start. But uh, it's totally unreasonable, it's ridiculous, and uh, it was totally out of line to place so much expectation on him after only a week and a half. Now, again, I believe in him in the long run after he's had several weeks to acclimate himself to the Cleveland system. I think he could be very valuable if called upon in the playoffs, and, and the Browns have an excellent shot to make the playoffs. Their best chance to make the playoffs is going to be if Dorian Thompson Robinson leads the team uh, and brings them to the playoffs. And how is he going to do it? By holding on to the football, not doing crazy things, not taking chances, not creating turnovers. Just hold on to the football, emphasize the running game, emphasize short passes, conservative passes, high percentage passes, get the completion percentage up, get the interception percentage down. Don't be taking crazy chances. Uh, We don't want to see crazy plays like the one he got hurt on where he's scrambling and going 25, 30 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, We don't need to see those kind of crazy plays. We don't need to see the um, multiple handoff play that uh, they started off with uh, P.J. Walker after DTR got hurt, and that led to a fumble. Those kind of multiple handoff plays cannot help but generate turnovers because they're more complex than a simple handoff. I'd like to see the use of a fullback and run the ball up the middle and see what happens. I don't know that we saw that very much against Los Angeles. It looked to me like the center of that line might be vulnerable and that they might be able to run up that way with uh, the use of um, uh, Nick Harris as the fullback. They might have been vulnerable to running up the middle. Did we try that? Did we find out that that Los Angeles could stop the run, or did we just give up without trying? Um, well, you can tell me that. Uh, but I thought that the Browns really didn't try to run the ball as much as they might have. Now, they might have had problems with um, Jerome Ford not being completely healthy. Pierre Strong might not have been completely healthy. And perhaps they didn't feel that they had enough uh, potential carries available to them. If um, Kareem Hunt was the most healthy back that they had, maybe they felt that they had no other option but to do uh, short passes. Now, that uh, that's something that uh, we may not have any way of knowing. Maybe they uh, felt that they had to throw the ball. Um, can't be sure about that. Maybe also they felt that, that uh, Los Angeles was selling out against the run and playing uh, eight and nine man fronts and that uh, they were being challenged to pass the ball. And perhaps that's so. Um, but I, I think that we can say that we we didn't see the Browns really test their three tight end formation and their fullback formation that much against Los Angeles. I'd like to see that rather than just assume that it wouldn't work because they were putting extra people on the line of scrimmage. I think last time that I was with you, I talked about a particular game when Dick LeBeau was the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals and Corey Dillon, their star halfback, was out. And they put in, I think it was actually their third string halfback. It was actually a converted fullback. His name was Nick Lachey, and he was a big kid, about 240 pounds. And they just ran him up the middle. And every time they did, they got at least five yards. And so after a while, they figured out, you know what? They actually can't stop this kid. Let's just run the ball up the middle each time. And so that's what they did in the second half. And he kept on running up the middle. And uh, the Bengals were terrible that year. They only had like two or three wins. But one of the wins was with uh, Nick Lachey um, running up the the middle uh, against the Green Bay Packers and getting five yards per carry every time he did it and eventually scoring a touchdown. So I think you have to uh, test the other team and make sure that they can actually stop you rather than just bluff you into not trying and uh, giving up on the, the uh, brute force running play, and just assuming that you can't do it. Football is not about giving up. You have to prove to yourself that the other team is able to stop to you, rather than just giving up and saying, I can't do it. And uh, maybe that's what's happening to the Browns is that they think that the running game can't work because the other teams got more bodies up front than than usual and that, oh, we can't possibly run against them. Well, you know, the Browns did that uh, many times in the uh, Mike Pettin era. They had to play against eight-man fronts regularly, but they ran against it anyway. And even they, you know, they had... Uh, running back named isaiah crowell who wasn't really that great but they made yards against the eight man front uh anyway Uh, they had a fullback who was a converted tight end um and uh, you know they just ran and ran and ran and ran and 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 it worked um so you know that's what i'm suggesting i think they had to work harder at trying to balance out the Past the run ratio. They ran, they, they passed the ball 44 times, and I think they ran the ball 20 something times. And that might not have been appropriate given that they had a quarterback that had been with the team only a week and a half. I think Flacco did very well, um, threw for well over 200 yards, um, turned the ball over one time uh, on an ill fated bomb. Uh, which shouldn't have been thrown. Uh, but, you know, he did a good job, put up 19 points on the board. And uh, that's pretty good for the first start after a week and a half of practice with the team. So I think Joe Flacco did a, a lot to uh, win some respect in the locker room. But even so, I think that the team. The coaching staff placed way too much responsibility on him too quickly and just really fell in love with him uh, prematurely. It's just like, um, you know, they gave up on the the one that they took to the dance and fell in love with somebody that they just met. Uh, and it's totally, totally inappropriate. So that's what I have to say. Um, I don't think it's going to get any easier against Jacksonville. I think they're probably a better team than Los Angeles. We do have the advantage that we're going to be back in Cleveland. But um, it's going to be very, very tough from here on out to try to win a game. You know, I keep on thinking back to the Mike Pettin era. Remember at one point that team was 7-4 and four and we wound up, losing all the remaining games uh, the owner had a bright idea that hey i'll bet if we started johnny Manziel, we'd start to really win and so they sat down brian hoyer and put in johnny Manziel. he managed to lose a bunch of games that didn't help matters but the browns have a real chance to make the playoffs all they need to do is hang on the ball not fumble it away not throw interceptions. Just do the short passing if they need to, run screen plays and run pass options, stuff like that. Um, Flacco Mania doesn't help them. If we do need to use Joe Flacco, we're better off using him less often and uh, you know, run the simplified offense, have some adjustments that are uh, ready and the defense is going to adjust against us and um try to get the completion percentage up and the interception percentage down that's really what they need to concentrate on and they can win with defense the defense is good enough to get them you know the opponents to turn the ball over and to not score points that's how many nfl teams have gotten to the super bowl with defense not with uh, fancy play calls, trick plays, and uh, you know, unique offensive uh, um, plays and stuff. So that's how I feel. I think the Browns need to figure out who they really are, what is their identity, and I think it's a defensive team, and they need to run a more conservative offense. And they need to run more. They need to throw less until they figure out Uh, who their quarterback is and what he can do. And I believe that the quarterback is and should be Dorian Thompson Robinson. That's all I've got for now. I hope everybody has a great holiday season. Take care now, and I'll talk again with you soon.